Hey, we're about to start recording. Where's Caden? I don't know where he is. Have you tried calling him? No. Let's try. Ugh. Wait. I have an idea. Caden. Caden. Caden! <laughs> oh, there he is. It's showtime. <laughs> hey, all geeks, gamers, and everything in between. My name's Bailey. I'm McKenna. And I'm Caden, and welcome to the Hyperfix Nation podcast. Where we talk movies, video games, and TV. So join us, and let's get into it. Yeah, welcome to the show. Um, should we disclose that we're recording this early? So, like, if a, if a national tragedy awesome. happens... Yeah. Yeah, so if a national tragedy happens uh, between last episode and this one, we don't know. Did something happen? Did the queen die? I don't know. Yet. But I will know by then, and I'll be absolutely... Thrilled. (laughs) I'll be absolutely thrilled. Don't tell England. But, um... Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, sorry, guys. This episode is going to be recorded a little bit early because I'm moving Hua. Yeah. Crazy Whoa. stuff. Crazy Wild. stuff. Just as yeah, long as nothing uh, bad happens in the world that causes podcasts to be eliminated. Let's am I hope right? no nuclear bombs go off or anything. Eh, it Goodness. doesn't seem like anything's going to happen. The yeah, only bad thing hopefully. that could happen is Warner Brothers eliminating more shows. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. <laughs> oh, some news from today. Um, Dragon Ball Super Superhero, the new Dragon Ball movie. Um, broke a 25-year-long record for biggest opening for an anime movie of all time, beating the the Pokemon movie, the original Pokemon movie. Whoa. Wait, really? I thought I thought Demon Slayer beat it a few years ago. Uh, no, that's not for opening. That's currently the highest-grossing oh. anime movie. Oh, okay. Only because that was in 2020 and there was nothing else. <laughs> I... Personally, I think Dragon Ball is going to become the highest grossing. I honestly kind of doubt it, though. I mean, if it already made $4 million in two days, I think it's got some legs. I feel like the Demon Slayer movie made a lot of money when it came out. I mean, it beat Spirited yeah. Away for but, biggest anime movie. Or at least biggest Japan yeah. release when it came out, I believe. Hear me out on this one, right? Hear me out. Demon Slayer can eat my ass. Yeah, I suppose. Why? Caden doesn't like Demon Slayer. You don't like Demon Slayer? No, nah, it looks stupid. Oh, I like it. I don't like things that are popular. It's like it's like the one it's like the one anime I'll watch. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't set an alarm in the morning. I am just awoken by the need to be a hater. Top Gun Two, uh, dethroned Avengers: Infinity War on the uh, top. Gr- it's in it's in sixth place now. <laughs> Yeah, McGregor was right, apparently. <laughs> he was, wow. yeah. Um, that just proves how many uh, dads there are and how much free time they really have. <laughs> uh, McKenna, is there um, a movie that per- movie in air quotes that perhaps released last night that is like your most anticipated movie of the year? Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, <clears throat> so, last night, everyone. Uh, last night as of when we recorded this, by the way. Sorry, continue. A very, very special YouTube video released. The Shadow the Hedgehog fan dub came out. (laughs) I have been waiting for this for months. So for those who don't know the fan dubs, pretty much it's a group of silly YouTubers who come together and they take clips of 
the games, like the cutscenes, and then they fan dub it, they dub over it in real time. So it's all improv and it's all just amazing. It's pure. I love it so much. They've done most of the Sonic games, Until Dawn, Resident Evil, Sly Cooper. There's a Resident Evil one? Yeah, Resident Evil 2. I gotta watch that. But anyways, um, yeah, so that came out yeah. last night. I was really excited, and it's great. I've watched it. <laughs> I watched it five times already. <laughs> so... Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> F- five times? Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> how, how long is it? It's 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 an hour. Okay, so I was worried that it was one of the like two and a half hour ones. No, no. So that you've just been doing that all day. <laughs> if you guys don't know where to watch these, it's on Snapkeep's channel. Yeah, the voice of Sonic. By the way, when... Okay, she's... Her voice is, like, Sonic for me now, in a way. Like, this is, like, what you associate uh-huh. with Sonic. Yeah, it's I'll like just how, hear her voice. Yeah, for other Dragon Ball fans, like, uh, myself included, um, there's the uh, abridged, which is Dragon Ball abridged, which is basically the real-time fan dub before the real-time fan dub, mm-hmm. where it's these people that, like voice over dragon ball and make funny jokes mm-hmm. and all the voices are pretty accurate but goku's is a lot different <laughs> so for me personally and for some other people out there i'm sure they hear the voice of abridged goku instead of um actual goku it's very similar to you with sonic yeah well most of the time you like hear these people trying to impersonate jason griffith or like roger craig smith and stuff but, like, mm-hmm. hers, it's, like, a completely different take that totally matches the character for me. And I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, that's Very him. true. Yeah. So is she your favorite Sonic voice actor? Yeah. When, I mean, when thinking of Eggman, I can only think of, of the of the fan dub voice Pissing actor. Pissing on the moon? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Either that or Jim Carrey. Yeah, I... That's tough, because they're both so perfect they for are. Eggman. You know who I think of when I think of Eggman? I think of the uh, YouTube poops of, like, classic Eggman. The, like, ah, stooping ass <laughs> usual, I see. That guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the win the race. Promotion. That guy. The one from the old cart. Is that the one from the old cartoon? Yeah. Yes. I love love that old cartoon. They should put him in Fortnite. Well, speaking of um, Adaptations. video game adaptations dubs and everything we actually did a little thing for ourselves today where we did our top three best video game adaptation movies and our bottom three video game adaptation movies and tv shows and tv shows and tv shows yes is there many video game tv shows am i crazy there's there's a fair amount yeah there's two that i have there's at least one Sonic Underground! Alright, so who would like to share their video game adaptations first? I think what we should do is we should all go around and say our bottom, like our or like bottoms first. Place number three for bottom. Okay. And then we'll all go around and say number two. But uh, Alright, yeah. but really, I have honorable mentions for like the Ooh, top honorable three mentions. and also yeah. the bottom three. Let's, let's, let's hear those. Let's hear it, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. bottom honorable mentions, like, they're bad, but I don't think, like, they're the worst three, you know? Yeah. First off, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, I didn't see either. It just looked really boring. There were no palisman cats. Yeah, where's the cat you can dress up as Mega Man? Like, that's yeah. the best. That's why I would play Monster Hunter if I wasn't such a scrub who couldn't play Monster Hunter. 
yeah, that's why it's it's not quite the worst because it was still enjoyable. Like some of the fighting stuff was enjoyable. Um, yeah. all right, second off, all the sequels to <laughs> the Resident Evil, like the OG <laughs> Resident Evil sequels, uh-huh. at the point where she gets psychic powers and stuff and can like <laughs> use telekinesis, it gets I off the wall. I forget <laughs> yeah. that. I'm happens. sorry. What? <laughs> Is that a- oh my god, I need to watch those. And then my last honorable mention is Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. That okay. one's- that yeah. one's, yeah. I just changed my list as I was sitting here, <laughs> um, just thinking about it, because I thought of one that is a video game movie, uh, that is worse. Uh, so the one I just took off my list is The Prince of Persia, which was bad, mm-hmm. because- With Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> it has Jake- is it Jake Gyllenhaal? It is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, it is. Um- Playing a character who is not white. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Or should not be. That's yeah. just a problem I have with it. The only good part of that movie were the Lego sets. I like the video game that came out the same year called Prince of Persia. That was fun. Yeah. Rampage, I think I would say honorable mention for the bottom. I agree. I it. I love the Rampage games. They're, like, very special to me. But it has it, Big Monkey. Big Monkey who flips off Dwayne The Rock Johnson. What? So these ones I haven't seen, but I've watched video, like, you know, the YouTube videos where people will watch a movie and talk about it, right? Both of the Hitman movies look just abhorrent. Yeah. Uh, The first one I've heard is better. Of course, I can't say from experience. And recently getting really into the Hitman franchise, I just, they could make a good movie out of it. They just won't. They've tried twice. They even got Timothy Oliphant to be in it in one of them who is a gorgeous man, but they just can't get it right. They just can't get Hitman right. Um, So those are my honorable mentions for the bottom. I don't have any honorable mentions, but I do have one that we can all agree is quite possibly the most middle of the road, that being Uncharted. Uh, I did not see Uncharted. I also haven't seen Uncharted. It's... It is is extremely eh. As someone who does not like, like Mark Wahlberg or anything that he's in, really... It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Plus, Tom Holland as as uh, what's, what's Nathan Drake as Nathan Drake is not. It's just. It's basically just Spider Man goes on a Indiana Jones adventure, basically. So McKenna, tell us number three of your bottom three. My number three is Tomb Raider twenty eighteen. Oh, oh, I forgot okay. there was one of those. Wait, so, so is, is I, number first three? Of all, I have a question. Is number no, three so the, the number best one of the is the worst? Three? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. No, baby. Yeah, number three is the best of the bottom. You three. messed up our whole jam. You were jamming. Yeah, I was really okay. into this. You were literally and you totally jamming. Talked over me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get out of here, Bailey. Bailey, can you? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um. Anyways, so I chose Laura Craft. I mean, not Laura Craft. I chose Two Meter Twenty Eighteen because. Um, I actually am kind of a, a fan of the Laura Croft uh, Tomb Raiders with a- with Angelina Jolie. And then really? when I was little, I used to play the games and stuff, like the older oh, ones. Nice. Yeah. So I, I liked it. And then this one, I was like, I don't like this. I remember walking out of the theater and I was little and being <laughs> like, I don't like it. This is not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, like so- it. I think the thing with the 2018 Tomb Raider is it's more based on the remakes of Tomb Raider, like the, like, revitalization of the series, which is completely different from the originals. Like, that'd be like, 
expecting a Resident Evil 1 movie walking out of a Resident Evil 7 movie, you know? I guess I should mention something. That when the first remake, like Tomb Raider game, since I was a fan, yet I was little, um, (laughs) the remake is really bloody. They have, like, when you die, it shows you, like, the death of what happens to her, pretty much. I remember very vividly playing, and, like, a waterfall, you, like, go down a waterfall, and, like, there's, like, wooden spikes you have to, like, get out of the way of, and every (laughs) single time, because it's really hard, and every single time it'd be a wooden spike going up her head and her struggling to get off and then die. I was young, so (laughs) maybe that's why I don't like this film, too, is because it also is from the remakes, but don't worry, guys, I am going to play the remakes again and, you know, freshen up, but yeah. All right, Caden, your number okay, three. Okay, me next. Mm-hmm. Number three, Angry Birds. Oh, okay, I'm glad it's <laughs> in the bottom. I've never seen that. It's just a bad film. Yep. It's, it is the pinnacle of made-for-kid animation, right? Like Yeah, mm. I would agree. Air quotes, air quotes on made-for-kid animation, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget audio only, but like made-for-kid animation. Because <laughs> that's like... Because you think of other ones, and they don't, like, have a whole scene of a bird pissing. Like, Boss Baby doesn't even do that. My number three. This one's gonna be a very controversial pick. I ha- to, So, to be fair, I have not seen too many video game adaptations. Just, like, mm-hmm. I'd probably seen, like, seven or eight. So You're gonna say Sonic. Yes. No, I'm not gonna say Sonic. I'm gonna okay. say Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> It's not even on my list of best. That's in my honorable mentions for best, yeah. but it's not in my best. Kaden, me and hmm. you the same. Legit. Same person. Let's same go. Same person. But, like, I, I want to hear what you don't like about it, right? Uh, so I love the Mortal Kombat franchise, of course. Yeah. And then, I, okay, is this movie better than, like, it's leagues better than my other two video game yeah. adaptation movies. But, I don't know, it's just kind of... A bit boring. The only parts that I like are like the last 30 minutes or so when the actual fighting starts. The actual fighting and the and the fatalities, those are cool. But other than that, the movie's just very kind of plain. Yeah. I want to explain why I enjoy it. I think it definitely has flaws, which is why it's not in my top three. Like, I don't like the introduction of Cole. There are so many characters that they could just actually introduce... They could have eliminated that part and made it Johnny Cage's kid, Cassie Cage. That would have been a good storyline. I think the movie did a really good job of capturing Mortal Kombat. I think if they do get a sequel, it will be leagues better than it because then they can actually do the tournament. Like I was waiting the whole movie. I was like, this is Mortal Kombat. They should have done the tournament for the first movie. But they they capture the characters so well and every actor they picked for every character from the games is perfect like yeah, yeah. I guess across the board every single one yeah i suppose that's a fair point number two assassin's creed so oh, when i was younger Lord. um i heard that they're making an assassin's creed movie or like it was coming out and i was super excited i was like no way i like that game i can't wait to see it on the real screen with a michael oh great and i went in and i came out and i was like that sucked. That was nothing like the video game. <laughs> I like learning what video games you played as a kid, McKenna. It's very funny. <laughs> I know, right? Like, like you played like the original Tomb Raider, like the 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 new <laughs> Tomb Raider as a kid, and 
and Assassin's <laughs> Creed. And then yeah. now, and then that compared to now, who's like the biggest Sonic fan. I just think <laughs> no, it's back, very funny. Back then, I also played those games too. That's that was fair. really good. Kaden, uh, what's your number two? Oh, my number two? Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw this movie in theaters. I saw Pixels as a child. Oh! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I don't know if this counts as a full video game movie. Pixels is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> there is not a single joke in Pixels that is funny. It's funny because they actually had the... Sorry, whoops. Uh, nuts to put it into a film and send it out to theaters like... Like Olaf from Frozen, man. Josh Gad. That's Josh Gad. Having sex with Cubert. That's a real <laughs> thing that happens. I forget. In a movie. In the movie. And there's there's scenes yeah. where you can tell that they like. So I believe the story is there was a short film on YouTube that inspired the film of video game characters invading like aliens and it was Uh just these passionate animators that like animated stuff happening and you can tell where that was the idea and where grown-ups three was the idea all right bailey yours next my number two uh is it called super mario brothers i don't even remember it's the mario one one. with john leguizamo (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's so bad oh man it's quite possibly like I love the Mario games. That's I played them as a kid. All yeah, that's my number two. It sucks. Oh quite, man! Quite possibly the biggest like flop of a movie off of such a good. I love the Mario games, and then yeah. the way the way that they turn, they just have Bowser be just a guy. They have Yoshi. I think they yeah. Just Yoshi's a dinosaur. just a dinosaur, just which a dinosaur. like funny kind of, yeah, but like sure in a bad way. And then the designs uh. of the Goombas, they're <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> the Goombas are quite possibly nightmare fuel. <laughs> the the funny and thing then, is, is that, like, the video games are, are supposed to be based off of this movie. Like, that was their whole idea. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. yeah. Who does I refuse. That? All right, McKenna, number one worst video game movie. This thing has caused me emotional damage. It has made me go through the five stages of grief. It is not a movie. It is a TV show. And oh, no. its name is Resident Evil. Oh, no. <laughs> yep, there it oh, is. No. This show oh, no. has messed me up. Because originally I was like, wow, this is a really cool idea. A sequel to the video games. But... But they turned oh. one of the best villains in video game history into a father a loving father for his wesker would never be if you know anything about wesker that's like the last thing wesker is it's not even wesker there's multiple weskers and they all die (laughs) i feel like every single resident evil thing is just zombies it's a zombie apocalypse Wowza. And this one just took it to above and beyond with that idea. It's, it's really? awful. Yeah. McKenna, we feel for your loss. I, I wish I could have done this after my number one best. Because after this, you'll probably know what my number one best is. <sighs> Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, oh. is 
an affront to me. It is a affront to the inventor of cinema, the inventor of the internet, and it is an affront to God. It is so bad. It is so bad. And Wreck-It Ralph 1 is one of my favorite movies of all time. Which, oh, spoilers, is definitely my number one video <laughs> game movie. Wreck-It Ralph 2 takes every single little thing about every character, every plot point, everything amazing about Wreck-It Ralph 1, and crushes it in its palm and blows it in my face. It turns it into a genre of film I like to call um, Roger Rabbit but bad, where it's the look at all this shit we own and some shit we don't even own, um, but a movie. So some examples. Ready Player One, um, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie from this year, um, Space Jam 2, a new LeBron. <laughs> um, it's... It's so bad. Oh. I think another There's... thing that makes that movie so bad is that they completely ruined the relationship with Ralph and whatever yes. her name is. And Vanellope. Yeah. The, they they wrote a movie about the internet and said, how do we make this? And then they said, I don't know, put Wreck-It Ralph in it. Okay, Bailey. It's your turn to grieve. Uh, you already touched on it a little bit. My number one least favorite video game adaptation is Angry Birds. Really? I, number yeah. one! I remember being so excited for an Angry Birds movie. I had even played all the games leading up to it and stuff like that, because I, I loved Angry Birds. I even, had, uh, I even had a video game of it on my 3DS. I loved Angry yeah, Birds you were one of those. quite a bit. <laughs> uh, and then this movie not only was just absolutely terrible, it has also ruined the Angry Birds franchise just for the rest of time, I believe. Because after that, they came out with, like, these spin-offs that have the new ugly designs of them as little blocky characters and stuff like that. And it's just... (sighs) It it just ruined one of my favorite things as a kid. And it's just... It's so bad. And then, yeah, the eagle pissing in the water scene is also just... Mm. I remember... I remember watching that and sitting in, like, complete horror and just being, like terrified of the entire movie i feel like we've all felt pain here with something we really love this feels like we're all talking about trauma but with movies yeah (laughs) each three of these adaptations have given us trauma uh my top three i don't really we we need to do honorable mentions Uh, yeah i don't have any honorable mentions so you go with honorable mentions first kaden uh mortal kombat 2021 i think is an honorable mention um and I hate to be that guy as well, but I think Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, the movie from last year, is also an honorable mention for the top. I think you can tell at least that they've played the game. And that's what matters, right? Because with most of these, I don't think they played a second of Angry Birds. Nope. Like, I don't think they played they anything. Did not. Like, but with Raccoon, Welcome to Raccoon City, they definitely like, know and appreciate Resident Evil. Do you have any honorable mentions for Top, McKenna? Resident Evil Raccoon Silk into Raccoon City. (laughs) But you honorable mentioned it for the bottom! I have a love-hate relationship with this movie. I really do. Because just like you, I love the campiness of it. I love how it really does reach into that ridiculous Resident Evil vibe. Punching, like, yeah, punching boulders and... But then I also just, I hate it at the same time because I'm like, 
Why did they make it so Chris and Claire hate each other? I like all the stuff that they actually took from the games and like all that fun stuff. I don't like the original stuff of it. So it's kind of like half and half for me. Continuing on with my honorable mentions, um, Lara Croft's Tomb Raider, the first one, the first OG Resident Evil, and that's all. Bailey, number three number on your three top, on my top list. list, Detective Pikachu. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off real fast because that's also my number Heck three. Yeah. So we can just both Wait, talk. Wait, can about I talk it. too? So because it's detec- my number three. Yeah, is it? <laughs> okay, yeah. so we all yeah, are on okay. the same page. It's, we it's all enjoy guys. Detective Pikachu it, about the same amount. Yeah, yeah. It's not amazing, but like it's a really like original kind of like, not original. It's like a nice fun romp in the Pokemon it's, world. Yeah. It's fun. They make Pokemon fans happy and have a good story and good jokes. That's something that a lot of video game movies can't get is good jokes. I've never played a Pokemon game before, but I liked this one. I quite enjoyed it. It was fun. Um, I liked I liked the way they looked. It was cute. It was enjoyable. It shows something that I think a lot of other video game movies fail to understand, which is that... It's okay um, to be goofy. It's okay to be goofy, one, and it's also okay to not just do, like, the story everybody knows, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, do that, but you can still, like, keep the spirit of it, and that's all you really need, is to make people who haven't played the games enjoy it. So, um, I guess it's back to Bailey for number two. Can I save my number two? Because I think it's gonna be, a, I think it's gonna be somebody's number one. It's oh, so Sonic. it's Sonic. It's Sonic it's so- 1. No, it's Sonic 2. Sonic 2 is my number 2 as well. Yeah, it's Sonic 2. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I just... I like it a lot. It's really good. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is also my number 2. Yeah. Like, I haven't even played too many Sonic games. I've only played, I think, Sonic Unleashed, mm-hmm. Sonic and the Black Knight, and I've played a few of the classic ones. And that's it. That's all of that I've played. Oh, yeah. <laughs> McKenna's fighting me. McKenna just punched the camera a couple times. <laughs> so mckenna what's your number two my number two i think the cuphead tv show that's a really good choice because i didn't even think of that because it lends itself almost so like too well to tv show that i forgot it was even based on the game yeah so it works so well it does a great job as an adaptation yeah that show that's a really good choice i respect that i definitely expected Something a lot more Sonic-y, since there's two <laughs> Sonic movies. I expected them to be your number one and number two. Yeah, but... same here. Okay, my number one. I'm either going to get a lot of hate for this, or just a lot of blank faces. Because my number one is Arcane, the the League of Legends oh, TV yeah. show on Netflix. Which, okay, hold hold this. I have not played a single second of League of Legends, and I never ever will. I, I think the main reason I really like it is just because I'm a super big fan of stylistic animation, and that is the th- and yeah. that is the absolute thesis of this TV show is stylistic animation, which is just I just love it. Yeah. The story is also really good. Like it manages to take these characters from League of Legends who like anybody aside from League of Legends fans do not know, and it makes a really mm-hmm. interesting story. If I had to say one bad thing about it, it's that it has Imagine Dragons. <laughs> all right, Kaden, your top one. We all know it. <laughs> it's Wreck-It Ralph 1. It's Wreck-It Ralph 1. Yeah. In terms of movies that became, like, part of me and, like, who I am, Wreck-It Ralph is 
like on that list. Wreck-It Ralph 1 is just so good. It has amazing characters, wonderful humor, and it stands up even to this day. I've cosplayed as Ralph. There was like a dark period between Wreck-It Ralph and Moana where nothing was good, and we are in an even darker era now where everything Disney ch- shits out is awful. I disagree with that, but yes, Wreck-It Ralph is really good. All right, McKenna, uh, what's your number one? My number one. Oh, guys, yeah. I don't even think I don't even think you know what it is. Never. I could oh, never guess. Wonder, wonder what it could be. It is not only one, not only two, Sonic. but three, hopefully, and maybe a TV show, the Sonic Cinematic Universe. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You put them all at number one. Okay. Yeah, I was like, why wasn't Sonic 1 or 2 number 2? That's odd. It's because it would take up the entire list. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah that's fair. What makes it so great is that, first off, just the whole drama with the first... I don't even know what to call it. Ugly Sonic, if you will. Them making it so that he looked better. Just people going to see it. Like, that was such a fun time on the internet. I just love that. But they also just did a great job. But then yeah. the second movie came out, and it not only took things from the first movie and expanded on it, it completely added stuff from the video games, too. Like, there's so many references in it, and I love it. It just yeah. reminds yeah. me of this video game and this Because, like, one. Sonic the Hedgehog 1 doesn't have very many video no, game references. Really. Like, But Sonic 2, on the other hand, is... Like, that's why I put Sonic 2 on my list, like my top three, but not Sonic yeah. 1. Because I think Sonic 2 is not only a better movie, but it's also a lot more Sonic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels like a Sonic yes. movie. And, oh, man, I bet I can't imagine how excited you are for Sonic oh, the Hedgehog 3. Oh, my goodness. Guys, I am so excited. I, I saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2 with you in theaters, Kenna. And... <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you get that excited during a movie. I don't even think you got that excited during Spider-Man No Way Home. I wasn't there, obviously. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was pretty I tight. imagine you got excited, but you you got pretty excited for Shadow. I mean, like I would like to just ask one question for y'all just before. Uh yes. I would yeah, like to hear. know what you guys think about the future of video game adaptations cuz personally, I think we're in a really good time. I agree. I just think that you can't really... Except for Resident Evil. Yeah, you just can't get your hopes up too much for anything, because my hopes were really up for the Resident Evil TV show. That's... Wop, wop. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, like, it just... It, like, there's a lot of games that should become movies, and a lot of games that shouldn't, and I think the ones that are becoming movies are the ones that shouldn't. And you know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm, I'm excited for the possibility of a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. The news recently that the Henson workshop was making the animatronics is yeah! huge. Fair. That's awesome. I think that we're looking up, guys, and uh, yeah. I think we'll be okay. I think right now we've gone through a rough patch, but I think the mainstream idea of like video games and stuff has gotten to a point where it's like more acceptable than it was like a couple years ago so i feel like it is you know with yeah. more people playing them and stuff we actually it's like how people didn't think there could be good comic book adaptations of movies weekly movie time this week was my choice my choice was beetlejuice because um 
I, they had, it wasn't announced. It was leaked that Beetlejuice is being added to the game Multiverses, and um, I really enjoy that game. Uh, and I was like, mm, I haven't watched that movie in a while. I should watch it. Eh, I should watch it for the podcast. And I, it's also just a fun movie to talk it about. Um, so I say we do the thing where everyone has to give a, a synopsis of the uh, of the film. Synopsis. Uh, Bailey, why don't you give the opening synopsis? Okay, fine. Uh, I love how this has become a recurring joke, by the way. Um, I'd say my... Yeah, it's going forever. Yep. My synopsis of the film is... You said it wrong. I, I did. I did. I know. Synopsis. I know. I know. It, I know. My plot summary of the film is there's a... No yes, there's a married couple, the Maitlands, of course... Uh, who are very happy. They live in a pretty quiet town and stuff. They're uh, basically that. Uh, They accidentally get in an accident, and spoilers, they die. Uh, And then they're trapped in their house. People come, and they have bought in their house, but they're, like, the Maitland's least favorite people possibly ever, just because they're complete opposites. Then a demon comes along Mm -hmm. is like, I'll help you guys, but he's, you know an evil demon because it's beetlejuice and lots yep. of shenanigans happen from there fair enough it's a good synopsis mckenna your turn there's a girl who can see them and all right um so yeah this movie's real good it's not like a perfect movie by any means but i really enjoy this movie i enjoy the i the shining star of this is the performances by um, Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, yeah. obviously, and honestly, uh, the mom of the people that come into the house, the one, the, the lady one from, from Home, Home Alone. Alone. Yeah, the mom, the mom from Home Alone. Speaking of, do you know uh, she plays Sally in Nightmare Before Christmas? Really? I knew I that. Either. Yeah. So oh. not only does she play Sally, but you know, um, uh, the guy, the like interior decorator that comes in with like the bolo tie yeah. on, like the bigger guy. He plays the mayor yeah. in Nightmare Before Christmas. That's amazing. Right? Sometimes when I go through letterbox deep dives, I just find things, and it's like, whoa. May I just say I really love, is it Othello? Is that what his name is? I just love that character. Uh, Otho, Otho, I think. Yeah, he's so fun. So one thing I noticed is, like, this, Michael Keaton feels very Jim Carrey or very Robin Williams. He does. In this, you know, the kind Yeah. But I looked it up, and the only major Robin Williams movie before this was um, Good Morning Vietnam. But I'm not... I didn't think about Jim Carrey. I should have looked at that and seen if um, Jim Carrey did anything before this. Probably, I bet. It's very funny, considering, like, I never imagined Michael Keaton as a comedic actor, and yet he does comedy really well in this movie. Yeah. Like he's almost always he's a serious funny actor. Morbius too. No, no. He's he's a really funny actor <laughs> in this movie, and I didn't it, I didn't expect it. The other actor I want to give props to is Winona Ryder. She has never been bad in any movie. I don't think so either. She yeah, always knocks she's it great. out of the park. True. Any movie, any show, she's just great. She just great. also is she a kid actor and, in this um, one, I, or is she just like just barely over like kid age? I mean, she was in Heather's a year after, so I oh. think she was an adult. Probably. Eh, I don't know. McKenna, this is something you'll want to talk about. Uh, the score. Do you know who did the <laughs> score? Danny Elfman. Yep. And I might mention that while I was playing like the music, I was like, wait, 
Danny Elfman. I totally forgot he yeah. did this music because you know what? You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the <laughs> Breakfast Machine. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man, that's that's such a goofy ass song. I love the Breakfast Machine. But yeah, Danny Elfman. He also like, did uh, Spider Man. You know, now that you mention it, the entire movie score does feel like the Breakfast Machine, but yeah. extended. It does. Which is funny because yeah. that's also a Tim Burton movie, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Uh-huh. It was actually uh, Tim Burton's first movie, and this was his second. Really? So, Crazy. Yeah, oh, Tim Burton cool. is an interesting bloke. Very true. I don't like all his movies. And yes. it's crazy to me how different the movies can be, like, from movie to movie, how just wildly different they I can, can definitely be. say watching this made me mm-hmm. want to watch uh, Edward Scissorhands, which I think he did, right? I've never seen Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Uh, that's what I need to watch. Oh! Um, okay, those two have very similar mm-hmm. feelings, a lot with, like, mainly with the coloring mm-hmm. for me, of just, like, the bright outside world. And, like, the world. darker inside yeah. sort of deal. Yeah, and then, like, the darker yeah. inside. Kind of, like, the same thing with, like, Edward's house and then, like, the town area yeah. being all bright. Um, so, I I told a couple people, uh, like, before I decided that this was going to be the movie that I was doing this uh, as the movie. And they're like, oh, you should have waited till Halloween. And I was like, it's not really a Halloween movie. Nothing super scary in it. But then... Alec Baldwin shows up. (laughs) (laughs) Jump scare. I forgot he was in this. I didn't know. And I was like, oh God, Alec Baldwin's here. One of my notes I had about Michael Keaton in this movie is you can tell when an actor is doing a movie because they were paid to and when they're doing it for fun. Yeah. And you could tell that not only Michael Keaton, but every character in this movie was just having fun, especially Keaton. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. he probably didn't have to play it up this hammy, but, like, there's some scenes that I'm like, this is great. Like, when a movie can be so perfect but not feel improvised, it's great. I actually ended up watching this movie twice <laughs> uh, within the span of 12 hours. Nice. Um, because I watched it at work, and then one of the guys, I work at a house with a people in it. Uh, one of the guys at work was like, so what did you do last night to pass the time? I was like, oh, I watched Beetlejuice. He's like, that's a good movie. I should watch that. So then uh, after breakfast, he sat down and he watched it. And I was in the room, so I basically watched Beetlejuice like twice in one day, nice. like one night even. <laughs> so that was pretty funny. For those who don't know, there's a musical adaptation of this, which I even before I had I, seen the movie, okay. I really liked the musical adaptation. Uh, I honestly prefer the musical adaptation to this. They're both great. They're really? both great. I just okay. think, personally, I think the, bit, the story is a bit better just because it focuses more on Beetlejuice a little yeah. bit, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so I had never listened to the musical at all. I had never interacted with it at all until after I watched it for this. Then I decided to go through and listen to the soundtrack. It's fine. It does use Beetlejuice a lot more. But here's the thing. You don't need more of him, right? It's it's very similar to a movie that is very dissimilar to this movie, which is Hellraiser, right? Everybody knows Pinhead. Everybody loves Pinhead. But he's only in the movie for about 30 minutes, you don't need him that long. There's like a whole other story floating around and then it's like last resort, bring in the iconic character that will be iconic for years beyond this movie yeah. itself, right? Like you don't need too much because it's just the right amount and it makes you fall in love okay, with the character. Okay, but if I may. And I mean if if yeah, I may. Yeah, if you The musical you the musical has Alex Brightman who's just the best in everything cuz he also funny Legend. thing is uh, considering last week we talked about this, he also did School of Rock where he was Dewey. 
Yeah. Which is which the Jack Black I character. was in New York when that happened. Really? And I could have gone and you seen it, have. but I didn't. And I regret it. I just it. love... But, Ale- yeah. Alex Brightman does a really good job as Beetlejuice in the musical. And Michael Keaton. They're both uh-huh. the best parts of the film. I would kill him, yeah. to see Michael Keaton play Beetlejuice in the musical. Like, just one night. Record it. I would give anything. Could you imagine how cool that would be? Maybe. Probably. He does Shakespeare. I mean, I do Shakespeare (laughs) and I can't sing worth a damn, but yeah. I I will say... And that means he can sing. I'm very excited for the eventual... I hope I hope this eventually gets made uh, a music a movie version of the musical version. <laughs> I hope I hope it gets made. Ho- kind of hope it does. Kind of hope it doesn't. But if it does, if they cast anybody else at, aside from Alex Brightman, I will not be watching. McKenna, do you have any thoughts? Dude, not really. Um, man, bro, I like it's Beetlejuice, you know. Like, what's up with him? I don't know. Say his name three times, he comes up. Actually, we'll say something. Yeah. Um, this film when I was younger made me not so scared of, like, ghosts, really? I guess, and dead people. Yeah. Oh, also another thing is that this film talks a lot about suicide, and I'm like, oh, okay. No, not a lot, but in the moments it happens, it's like, whoa! whoa. Really? Like, no, like, whoa, whoa. Okay! I'm talking about suicide? Oh, okay. okay. Wait, wait, hold on. The main girl wants to commit suicide to be with her friends? Hold on, wait a second. She says that? It's like, oh my god. She says, she, oh, to be with, yeah, I yeah. guess that's right. She legit is writing a letter. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, which is funny, because then the next year she was in Heather's, which is also very suicide-focused, and also has a musical adaptation. Yeah. I will say one thing this this film, as well as most Tim Burton stuff is good at, is dark comedy. Yeah, I yeah, really. I, agree. I think my favorite bit of like lesser known dark comedy in this film is is the is the main helper lady, the old lady who has who has mm-hmm. a a thing in her throat, and every time she smokes, smoke comes out of the little hole in her throat, which is just really cool. <gasps> oh my god, I didn't know that. Oh, like <laughs> the whole world of the dead is so creative. It is. I would watch, like, a spinoff just of people, like, checking in and just going through all that. Because, like, every, Mm -hmm. like, there were so many practical effects. Some of the practical effects in this movie were better than in any horror movie. Like, there is just something. So I'm like, damn, this is great. Like, it looks good, you know? And you don't expect it to, especially since this was his second movie ever to get the funding to do that. But, like, it looks great. And the fact that you can tell it's practical is awesome. Because then it makes it just that mm-hmm. little bit more campy. That's really fun. Yeah. Practical effects are always great. Yeah, like yeah. insane. I love the practical it. effects. It was yep. great. I liked the football team. That was a funny joke. <laughs> like, I liked it when they showed up at the end again. When they were dancing on the stairs. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can talk Beautiful. about how this is cute. the best use of a song in like a movie with Heyo. <gasps> I wanted to bring that up because. I was going to bring this sort of topic up when I eventually made everyone watch Baby Driver. But this does have one of the most iconic uses of an existing song in it. Like, nobody thinks of Deo or um, Jump in the Line and doesn't think of Beetlejuice. Very like, true. that's just the first thing you think yeah. of. Like, yeah. that's like thinking of Don't Stop Me Now and not thinking of Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. You know, like, it's just There's, in- there's lots of things I think of with Don't Stop Me Now, though. Really? Like what? Umbrella Academy. There's a few others. I don't no. remember exactly what. I haven't finished. It's them. like it's like how like, uh, it's like how Mr. Blue Sky is in so many different movies. Guardians of the Galaxy. My too, favorite yeah. being Paul Blart, Mall Cop. 
Megamind. <laughs> is it in Megamind? It yeah. Megamind has some songs that I definitely associate with yeah. it as well. You know. We could talk about the set design. The set design is really cool. Oh, the set design. Especially, great. I love um, the 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 way that they did the mini the model of the house. Yes, that's really cool. Oh man, the like, oh, and the way they like had the fake grass. Yeah, too, and, and the fake dirt and I mean, the like, cardboard. Yeah. All, all of my that's favorite great. scenes in the movie, other than like the World of the Dead, take place in the model, yeah. which is funny. Like when the random scene where he offers the fly the Zagnut bar made me laugh. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> yeah. And like when he kicks over the tree, nice model. Like mm. Michael Keaton was just having the time of his life, and the sound design really good because they like added some cartoony sound effects, like where you wouldn't expect them, and it was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? Not this is like gonna be our shortest discussion really. of a movie because the the consensus is it good. it's really good. Like it good. It did make me want to watch more of Tim Burton's stuff because I think. Yeah, because I know his his work has inspired so many different stuff, and I know he wasn't the director of Nightmare uh, Before Christmas, but then again, lots of people, like, it's very it is him. very him, and that's obvious that he was, like, like, the producer and stuff, and then he also, he didn't do these, but, like, Monster House, uh... Paranorman, yeah, lots of things all that type there. of different stuff is very inspired by his stuff. Oh yeah, I forgot he did Sweeney Todd, the the film version of Sweeney Todd. Which is one of the better, if not the, like, one of the top musical, movies. like, musical to movie adaptations. Yeah. yeah. Um, Frankenweenie's good. Dumbo's awful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> his Batman movies are fine. But yeah, definitely the most unique filmmaker. One of working them. Working 20 them, years yeah. ago. Not, not anymore today. I would, oh yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say anymore. I don't think he's made anything that feels unique in, like, decades was the last movie he did dumbo yeah i think um, so i think it is yeah i think it's dumbo and then his next thing is the uh, adam's family adaptation i enjoyed the casting choices everyone looks like their character and i think they really do it looks fun like i've seen some people complaining about the dad but um that's what he looks I think like. He looks perfect. He looks exactly like he does in like the comics of, or whatever. Of course, I don't think anyone will ever beat his original—not his original actor, but his one from the, like the '80s film. I don't think yeah. anyone will beat him, or the lady who played uh, Morticia in that one. Yeah. I don't think. I, I think no one will beat that yeah. cast. But like this one's really mm-hmm. good as well. But yeah, I right. really don't have much else to say. I it, yeah, I think that with comedy off... movies like this, there's there's not much to talk about. But granted, like, some movies we watch and we talk about for, like, hours on end. But, yeah. Yeah. I think that caps off our weekly discussion. And now for the yeah. next week. So now, McKenna, you get to pick the next week's movie. I'm having a hard time because I want you guys to watch one movie. Mm-hmm. However, it's a sequel to another movie. I will watch And both. I'm debating. Is it Spider-Man 2? No. Oh. However, <laughs> are you guys willing to watch both? I mean, be... they are shorter. It's like an hour and like a half. We have two weeks for each. Kinda, from when we're recording this, we have. You two think weeks. so? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the first one is Superman. <gasps> okay. Um, right. Director Richard Donner. All right. Uh, Christopher Reeve uh-huh. as yes. Superman. I almost watched that movie on my own uh, this week. I, yeah. Actually, I, 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 was, I thought yeah. about it because I've been really into Superman lately, and I almost watched. Um, yeah. Same here. Whoa. This is a great choice. And then I really want you guys to watch Superman 2. Right. I will watch them both, yes. So get excited, yeah. people. 
for Superman Uno de Dos. Mostly two, because I believe that's the one you want us to watch. I believe last episode, I didn't realize it until about five minutes later, but I didn't uh, end the episode with my line or a line from the movie. So I guess since this is the end of the episode, I should be saying that. But do you guys have anything you want to say before we end off the, this old little shindig? I think we have one thing to say just to cap it off. That being... Yeah. Wait, no, 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 no. Be, be, three, two, be excellent to Kaden. each other. And, 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 and dudes. Kaden! Alright, great job everyone. <laughs>